Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. She's Kim. He's Chris. See, I do a much better job introducing other people than I do myself. (laughs) Apparently you do, because you remember my name, which is good. (laughs) Who are you? I'm Kim. I'm the co-host of the podcast. Gotcha. (laughs) So we have a couple things we'd like you to remember to start this off. The first of them is coming up two days from the time this podcast comes out on October 10th. And we're holding a class, for those who don't know, on Microsoft Word. And we're holding a class on Microsoft Word because, frankly, Word can be an overwhelming place. And it has a lot of formatting and editing capabilities, a lot of different ways you can view documents. And there are a lot of ways that you can access the controls. But what we want to do is to clarify for you and to give you some really efficient ways we feel to access ways to control Word efficiently and quickly. I don't know about you, but for a long time now, I feel like you can go into something and you can look and you can tab and you can arrow and you can try and find things, but it might take you five minutes to find something you're actually looking for if you're unfamiliar or less familiar with the interface. And we want to make that a thing of the past for you and give you some of the most frequently used, particularly keystrokes. But also we want to talk about the ribbons and we're going to talk about some tips and tricks to utilize Word more efficiently. We're really looking forward to this class. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on October 10th and it's $12 per seat. So if you want to reserve your seat and you have not yet, We encourage you to follow the link in the podcast show notes or go to the website. On the home page, if you scroll down, you'll see a direct link to the class. Try to remember what it's called. I think it's called Upcoming Events. There's a heading. And if you scroll down, you can find a link directly to the class. You can register for it. That will reserve your seat. You can also reserve seats for other people. So if you have a friend or you're part of an agency, you can reserve a seat for someone else as well if you wish. And, of course, you can also call us. We'll be happy to set it all up for you and make sure you get the information for the class. We're really looking forward to it and of course if you can't come live don't worry because like with all of our classes it's going to be recorded. We will make sure you get a copy of that a few days after class has ended. There's a couple of things that we did want to talk about a couple of questions that customers have had and one is regarding accounts. We receive questions about this relatively regularly, so we think it's a good reminder to let y'all know. When you want an account on Mystic Access, the only way that you can create an account is during your first order. So when you are placing your first order, you have the ability to check a checkbox and it will create an account. And that way you'll be able to view your order history and download your digital downloads anytime you wish for your digital orders etc. And the reason that we do it this way, guys, is because originally we did have things set up where you could create an account prior to placing your first order. And the reason we stopped doing that is because there were people creating accounts and leaving them for years, and many of them never came back to them. So we would have people who had no orders attached to them, which was weird for our record keeping, and it's also kind of pointless to have an account where you don't have anything in it. I mean, You really can't do anything with an account before you order. There's not a lot of point. Right. There's nothing to go in and explore except for account, an account section that's your account. 
anything else you can do, like listen to the podcasts or download the free downloads and that kind of stuff is done and can be done without an account. Absolutely. The reason you want an account is to be able to ship to yourself, obviously, to place orders and ship to other people, things like that, to access your previously ordered downloads, that kind of thing. So there's no point in having an account prior to placing an order. So you can and probably should, if you want to access your order history and downloads and things like that easily, go ahead, check the checkbox to create an account when you place your first order with us. And that way you will have access to all that information. And when you want to order again or access a previous order, previous downloads, etc., you can log in and access all of your account information, shipping addresses, payment methods, all that good stuff directly on the site. I don't think it's an actual checkbox because you don't have a choice. I think what it does is it prompts you for a password. Is that what it is? And yes. And when you do that, the password prompt, you put in your own password, then it creates the account when you actually place the order. We've changed it a few times in the last few years as to how it's configured. So it's hard to remember exactly how it works. But yes, if you put in a password you'll be able to have an account and you can log in whenever you want. And one other thing I want to clarify on this same topic, your previous digital downloads for orders are not the same thing as the free downloads. These are two totally different things. So what Chris was saying a moment ago about if you want to access the downloads on our free downloads page, you don't need an account to do that. You can go access those and download them anytime you want. Right. And if you're logged into your account, your downloads, your personalized downloads are within your little account area. Absolutely, for your order. So let's say you ordered our Android class that's now available as a DAISY digital product and as an MP3 digital product. If you ordered that today and six months from now, you thought, I need to download that again because I just got a new computer and I'd like to have a copy on this computer and my other computer's a mess and I don't know where it is. You have three attempts to download that file. So you can go in and you can download it a second time via your Mystic Access account in your account downloads section and you can download the file again and have it wherever you like it. The other thing we wanted to mention real quick that requires accounts is the point reward system. Probably about a week and a half ago, if you were a customer, you received an email from us that gave you a point total. So it told you how many points that you had. And the reason you received that email was because I'm an idiot and I forgot to check a checkbox that says don't send the email out. When I added the points back to your previous orders because we switched out our point module, you'll notice a couple of different things. One thing is that when you look at the point total, it tells you how many points you have, but it also tells you how much they're worth, where the other one did not do that. So whenever you place an order with us, you actually gain reward points. And there are other things that you can do to receive reward points, and we'll leave that up to your imagination, but you can actually receive reward points for other things other than placing orders. But it allows you to accrue these points and then either spend them at the time you accrue them, or you can save them up and save them up and save them up, and you can get quite a lot out of your points, if you have enough points, you can actually get products for free or at a very, very significant discount. It depends on what you want to do with your points, but I just wanted to say that you did receive that and the points are worth a nickel. So if you have 
24 points or 30 points, that's probably about a buck and a half or something like that. So that just gives you an idea of what each point value is. The other thing that you will notice on the site is if you're viewing the shop, you will now actually see the points that you will get for the product. So it'll say 29 points if you purchase this specific product. If you go into the product, you'll actually see how much the points are worth. So it'll say buy this, you will get these points and it will tell you how much those points are worth. So that's kind of nice. It was some of the nicety features that the other module just didn't have that this module does. So that's why we made the changes. And if you're not signed in, you actually won't see the points in the shop, which is kind of interesting. So that's one of those nice things about having been a customer and being signed into your account when you shop with us, because you'll get an idea of, oh, I need this many points in order to purchase this. So if you are accruing those points in order to buy yourself a big present, <laughs> well, then you'll know how much your present is worth in terms of points. So you can redeem points to get whatever it is that you want. You can go into your account and you can see what points you have. It's actually a nicer experience because you can see the log of points that were spent. There are other features that we can turn on to gain different points or to do things with different points, but those things will have to be tested before they're implemented. So you may actually see some things in your account due to points that you're not going to see as of this recording. So we'll just see how that works and how it actually would work. Yeah, we don't know yet because as with anything else, when you add something new to a site, you have to test it relatively extensively, especially with our site, because when you use a lot of various plugins on a site, on a WordPress site, you can have serious conflicts. So you have to be careful about what you're enabling and how it works with other things and do things play nice together. And that's what we don't know yet. So it's just a matter of taking the time and finding the time to test and figuring out what would be of most value to you as the customer. So stay tuned. New things are happening all the time, as you know, with us, and we will let you know when we are enabling new features. So let's talk about something now that doesn't require points, but would require your participation if you would like to be part of it, and that is our October free class that is coming up. Now this one we are not doing on the last Thursday of the month. We're breaking our own rule. The last Thursday of October is Halloween, so we're not going to do that. We're going to do this class on the 24th, so Thursday night, October 24th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. And this is going to be fun, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's going to have something to do with voices. And Chris thought of a great title for it. I did. So the class is called Your Choice of Voice, which sounds like a title I would come up with, but he came up with it, so I'm very impressed, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We've talked to many of you over the years about voices and TTS and where you get your various text-to-speech voices and what platforms they're available for and information like that. Over the years, we've had a lot of questions and conversations with many of you about the type of text-to-speech voices that are available and the companies that are out there making text-to-speech voices and what platforms which TTS voices are available for. So we're going to talk about that and we're going to demonstrate some of our favorites and some of what is available and talk to you about what it's like to use different text-to-speech voices on different platforms. We want to share that type of information with you and admittedly this is a class I've wanted to teach for a long time because it's just plain fun. And 
we want to be able to let you know where you can get voices and where you can't in terms of your various platforms, PC, Mac, Android, etc. So it's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to this one because we get to demo stuff for you. And it gives me an excuse, perhaps, to check out some more TTS voices. And there are those of you who are thinking, well, I don't know, I just use one TTS voice across all platforms and whatever. And that's great. You know, totally you can do that. But if you want to see what's available, if you want to come have some fun with us and just get some ideas as to what's out there, we encourage you to come, hang out with us on the 24th. And you probably know the drill by now, if you are not completely new to us, the way you get the information to join our free monthly event, and we have one 11 months out of the year, January through November, is to make sure you are part of our events mailing list. And to do that, you will go on the website, mysticaccess.com, scroll down, and you will see a heading that talks about keep up to date with what's going on with us by joining our mailing lists. And you will find a checkbox, and you can check the checkbox for events. We also have a news list, which is our more general newsletter that talks about news and updates and new product releases and things like that. But the events list focuses most exclusively on what events we have coming up, both free and paid. So you can join either or both of our lists, and we would love to send you that information. I try to send out the information the Monday before class, and then occasionally, hopefully, I can get a reminder email out as well the day of class. So, and these are for the free classes. So if you're part of the list, you should get the information. If you don't, for whatever reason, you want to make sure you have it, just email us, and we'll be happy to get you that information as long as you're on the events mailing list. So really looking forward to this one. It's going to be a lot of fun. Speaking of fun, Amazon has just had an event a few days ago and they announced about 800 different (laughs) Echo devices. (laughs) It seemed that way, didn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it kind of (laughs) did. So for example, they now have an eight inch Echo show. So they have a five inch show an 8-inch show, and a 10-inch show. And the Echo Show is the Echo that has a screen. They've also released Echo Buds. These are earbuds with the Amazon Echo product in them. So you can talk to your A-L-E-X-A friend, and she can respond back to you. Now, are those out yet? None of this stuff is out. A lot of it is pre-ordered. So you have to pre-order it. And the pre-order dates are scattered within the next couple of months. Yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff that says November. So they're going to make sure you get it before the holiday season hits. But you may have to wait a little while. The buds are kind of cool. They're also frames that you can get. So Bose has them and other companies have them. And now ALEXA will be able to be communicated with via frames. (laughs) Right. They also have the... Echo Studio. And the Echo Studio is a high fidelity speaker. I think I was reading somewhere or listening to her tell me about them. And I think it has five speakers in it. And it has Adobe Atmos in it as well, which kind of makes it a surround sound type of speaker. So it would be kind of interesting to hear what this speaker sounds like. It would. I'd like to compare it to my Sonos One. I think I'm still going to prefer my Sonos One because it interfaces with so many services and I belong to so many services. So I don't know if it's something that I would want, but I would like to hear it for sure. The other thing that they have is the Echo Flex. 
again, we haven't seen any of these devices because no. they're not out yet. But this, to my understanding, is a little device that you plug into your wall. So it's not going to be a high fidelity speaker, but it's going to be a speaker that you can just plug your Echo into an outlet and you have your Echo in that room. There are third-party cases, for example, that already do this with the third-gen dot and the second-gen dot. But those are third-party cases. The third-gen dot is kind of heavy hanging on your wall. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Like for me, where I have my third-gen dot, if I was to walk past it, I would knock it off the wall. So I had to remove that. So I'm kind of wondering if this Echo Flex would be much, much smaller and stay closer to the wall. I also understand that it has a USB port. I could be wrong on that one, but I believe it does. I want to know if that one's going to cover up both outlets or if it's going to only cover one outlet. That would be well, something that I'm interested in finding out when well, you get yours, because I know you've pre-ordered yours. I did pre-order it because I was kind of curious in what it is. And uh, with the ring system, for me at least, I use my Amazon Echoes to alert me when the doorbell rings. So my doorbell is Amazon A-L-E-X-A, so it plays a little sound when somebody rings the doorbell. So my actual doorbell itself has been disconnected for a couple of few years now, and I completely rely on the Echo devices. So it'd be kind of nice to get an Echo Flex or two and put them in places where the doorbell is a little bit hard to hear. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what you think of yours. I have one outlet in my bathroom, and I would kind of like to have one in there, just in case I'm listening to something important and, you know, I'm wandering around the house or whatever. Wouldn't mind having one there, but the problem is I've only got the one outlet. If it covered one thing, I could probably make do. I wouldn't like it, but I could probably make do with one versus two. You I know, thought it was two outlet. inches by two inches or something. I think it's relatively small. Yeah, I know. You know, depending on how it plugs in, it still might cover up right. that second outlet. And I don't know. Yeah, if it did that, there's no way. That's why I don't have one in there currently, just because I've got the only one outlet. And I'm a woman, you know, I got lots of stuff that I have to plug in. So, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. We'll see what ultimately happens. Speaking of things that ring, though, there is another device that's kind of interesting. I'm trying to remember its name, but it's a ring. It's literally a Loop. smart ring. The loop. Echo That's loop. right. It's the Echo Loop. And it's a ring. And it comes in various sizes. So you'd have to figure out what size matches your ring size. And you can put it up to your mouth and whisper secrets to your A-Lady device inside. And she can respond. And it's not a fitness ring. You can't do anything cool like that with your ring. So it doesn't have an accelerometer or anything like that in it. But it does allow you to access your A-Lady through the ring. And it's fairly expensive. I won't be buying it. That's for sure. It's one of those things that you have to be invited to purchase. So I think you have to sign up and purchase it kind of like the original Echo. Do you remember when I uh, signed up? And yes, I do. Got my original Echo and I, I thought do. it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. And, you and I laughed at you. I thought, what are we ever going to do with this device? Turns out I was really wrong on that one. Because at the time it was so basic. If you want to listen to the podcast, there is a podcast in the archives. There is. I'll try and find it and link to it in the show notes because it is hilarious to listen to. The very it's first like, Echo podcast we ever did. Yeah, it was like, I want to say it was around April of 2000 and 
15. So in what? Four, four, and, year, a half four and a half years. years. Yeah. This echo stuff has really taken us by it's ruled the world. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. When I got my original echo, I got it for what I wanted it for, which was to stream radio stations. I wish I would have known then what, what it was going to do to enhance the quality of somebody's life. And I remember saying in this podcast, or maybe it wasn't in the recording, but I thought, you know, this would be really cool to play audible books. And sure enough, a couple, few months later, there was audible support because it was an Amazon company. And just listening to that podcast, it is really kind of funny because all I could do was play radio stations and check the time, the weather, buy stuff. You know, and it wasn't even, you couldn't buy a lot of stuff. You could only buy albums, I think. Yeah, it's always changing. Things are being added and things are being taken away. And, you know, it's it's interesting to watch. Even the first Echo tutorial, what I call the old Echo tutorial, compared to the one that I updated last year, it, the differences are staggering, you know, in what this thing does. The other interesting thing about this release of Echo devices is that they're releasing more smart, stuff. I know you bought a little lamp. It's like the Echo Glow, which I just love the name. I just think that's really funny. It'll be interesting to see what it is, but you can tell your Echo friend to change the colors of the light, turn it on and off. It's a little lamp. It's called the Echo Glow. And there's also the Echo Smart Oven. So last year they released that $59 microwave oven and this year they took it a few steps further and that smart oven is a microwave an air fryer a convection oven and i think that that's it it's got a few more watts i remember laughing so hard last year when they released the microwave because it was 700 watts and i thought that's going to take like 10 minutes to do anything that is ridiculous and i kind of laughed at it because there was no way this is a little better i think it's a thousand watts believe i was reading about it this morning i don't know you know i'm kind of skeptical but i'll be interested to see what people think when they (laughs) receive theirs and how it works and if they like it so i know some of you will get one so Y'all let me know what you think when you actually get yours. I think it comes out in November. And it comes with a free dot. So if you don't have a dot, you're getting one with the oven. If you purchase the oven you're, and you already have an Echo device, you can just add a second Echo device or a fifth Echo device or a tenth Echo device or whatever. Totally. Absolutely. One thing about setting up your Echoes that really blew me away, when I bought a third generation Echo Dot, If you save your Wi-Fi to Amazon and you purchase the dot for yourself using your Amazon account, it will register your Echo dot to your account. Now, the interesting thing about this that totally blew me away was when I pulled it out of the box and plugged it into the wall, it literally connected to my Wi-Fi and it literally set itself up and I didn't have to do anything to it. Now, I don't know if that was because it was getting the Wi-Fi from other Echoes or it was because they now save your Wi-Fi credentials to your account, but it seems a little interesting. You would think that they would have to turn on the Echo in order to put Wi-Fi in it. So I don't know how it did it, but it did it. It was kind of interesting. I think anything that makes the process easier is a good thing because 
so many people aren't used to connecting stuff to their Wi-Fi, and it's a big deal, and it's painful, and it's obnoxious, and it takes a lot of time and effort. If it can be seamless and connect for you, then so much the better, I think. For me, I think it was, and it, it totally blew me away, and I didn't really want to reset it or buy another one. I guess if you reset it, it wouldn't know anything about you, so that would defeat the purpose of trying a first-time setup. So I guess I'll see what happens when I get my Echo Flex. Exactly. And of course, we will let y'all know what Chris thinks of his Echo Flex when he gets in a couple months. <laughs> well, speaking of things we just discovered, for today's main event, we're going to have a little fun. <laughs> because it's October, and it's fall, it's getting cooler, and what comes in October? Because we are in the month of October, and it is fall, there's something that happens in October that hopefully we all liked when we were children growing up, walking around our neighborhoods, dressed up in funny little costumes and stuff like that, begging for candy from strangers that we weren't <laughs> supposed to take candy from. I guess you can figure out that I'm talking about Halloween. <laughs> Listening to them tell us how cute our Halloween costumes were and all that loveliness and getting lots of treats. The season of ghosts and ghouls and goblins. What was your very favorite Halloween costume? There's a couple. I went one year as Superman. The problem with Superman, Superman's costume didn't last the night. It was one of those like $5 costumes that you pick up at the drugstore with the plastic mask and the little rubber band that holds the mask to your face and then the plastic costume that, again, never stayed the whole night through because it just got torn to bits. Another costume that I had, it was a homemade costume that my mother made and it was Freddy Krueger. So I went out as Freddy Krueger one year. My mother did the whole makeup face thing to make it look like I had been burned in the boiler room. I had a red and green sweater that she literally took a red sweater and sewed on green stripes and then she cut the wrists because the wrists they were supposed to look tattered so she did that and then I had a Freddy Krueger glove with the blades on the fingers and the disadvantage to my Freddy Krueger glove is whoever made the Freddy Krueger glove it was a left-handed glove and not a right-handed glove so we kind of had to pretend a little bit so it was kind of a you know a different take on Freddy Krueger but that's kind of what it was. So my costume was a nightmare on my street. Oh no, that's a song. <laughs> Never mind. What about yours? I was a witch multiple times. No surprise to anyone. And surprised. had a witch's hat with the hair and a witch's nose. And that was very fun. I was a fairy princess one year and I had the tiara and the wand i still have that wand somewhere so i did a variety of things for halloween and it has always been one of my very favorite holidays 
You know, one thing I did, one time I went out as a Transformer. That was kind of interesting, too. I went out as Optimus Prime. I had a box and made the box look like the Transformer's chest and all that stuff. So it was just it was just an interesting, you know, what you come up with. Some of my costumes were homemade. Some of them were, you know, store-bought. And the ones that were store-bought weren't, I guess, as good as the ones that were homemade because you... you decided that that's what you wanted to do and you made them remember when you were kids it was always a big thing like what are you going to do what do you want to be it was always a very big deal and you kind of started thinking about it in like august <laughs> and you know until you came up with your idea it's like okay i want to do x august yeah. nothing i started november 1st <laughs> yeah you probably did didn't you you'd go to school the next day and it would be like, nothing good will come of this day because I have binged on way too much chocolate the night before. <laughs> and you had to have your parents go through the candy to make sure that nobody put any nasty things in. My parents would throw away apples. They wouldn't even look at them. My parents would also throw away anything that was unwrapped. Like if somebody gave us peanuts or something. We did eat the candy corns, but there were things that they just wouldn't even look at because it would probably be too hard to detect you know and you, it's sad that you have to think like that but you kind of do you know it's always fun to see who got the biggest haul always comparing with your friends what did you get there was always that one person who would give you like the apple or you know whatever it was <laughs> i do remember getting caramel apples one year for halloween somebody gave out caramel apples which i thought was kind of epic <laughs> I had brothers and sisters, still do, and, <laughs> you know, so we would come home and dump our candy and not mix them or anything, but I remember my mother, she was a big Smarties person. That was her payment for going through the candy to make sure there was nothing in it. She would steal the Smarties. <laughs> but, you know, we would walk around with our plastic pumpkins and our pumpkins that were lights and, you know, make sure that everything was bright so that we didn't get hit by any cars or anything we we went to different haunted houses and things like that we used to go to this pumpkin patch and we used to get our pumpkins and of course you know once you carve the pumpkin forget it i mean it really doesn't have much of a lifespan after that it starts to rot relatively quickly I was always so sad when my jack-o'-lanterns would rot. I was very attached to stuff like that. My pet rocks and my jack-o'-lanterns. I totally just dated myself by saying I had a pet rock, but it's okay. <laughs> people do this stuff now where they'll have elaborate Halloween decorations and some people will play music, you know, the Halloween stuff that you're going to hear as you're walking around to different houses, the atmosphere type of things where you got the witches cackling. I know that a couple of years ago I was in a store and they had one of those inflatable blow-up lawn decorations and it was three witches and you could hear them cackle and they were stirring their brew and you, in the cauldron and you could, you could hear all that. It was kind of interesting. Those animated things is what I'm talking about where they're life-size. You can see people have those things. It's crazy how much stuff is out there now in stores. I love going around and seeing what's out there and what's available from year to year. I have a witch. Some of you may have seen them. They have them for really every season. Somewhere they're sitting and they have these really long skinny legs. And I've got a witch that I bought last year or year before. Anyway, and she sits on the back of my couch. And she's really adorable. She's got like candy corn on her hat. And she's just very elaborate. She's a very glamorous witch. And it's just very fun to kind of see what you can find out there and what's 
available. Stuff gets cooler every year, just in terms of what's out there. So while you are in the midst of making crafts or tree bags or decorating or whatever it is you are doing for your ghouls and goblins or for yourself this Halloween season, we have some treats to share with you. And hopefully no tricks, but you never know because there are ads involved. So anything could happen. But we found this really cool site online called HalloweenRadio.net. When I found it, I was like, well, this is pretty cool because you can view it on Mac, you can view it on PC, and it does work. So you can listen to what we're going to show you on either of those platforms. But there are also apps for iOS and Android. And the thing that makes this cool is it allows you to listen to, I think, five different radio stations of Halloween music. And there's more in the app besides that. But that's kind of the main event is being able to listen to the music. And it is ad-supported. So the site's ad-supported, the apps are ad-supported. That's kind of the only drawback to it, and there's no way to spend like 99 cents and lose the ads. So you're kind of stuck with that, but it is an app that is fairly accessible. The site is fairly accessible, so if you want to visit, it's just HalloweenRadio.net, no special punctuation or anything like that. That will get you there. If you're looking for the app in either the App Store or the Play Store, you want to look for Halloween Radio, and that's all one word. So, no space between Halloween and radio, and that will find it for you. If you put a space, you're not going to find it. One thing I'm going to mention during this recording is that every time you press the play pause button, you get an ad. So, if you're listening to something and you pause it, you're going to get an ad. If you start it again, you're going to get another ad. But that's not really how one listens to this product. You're going to listen to it and let it play in the background or just let it play and not play pause, play pause, play pause. So we're going to try and get as many of the ads out as possible. We are. I mean, you know, it's just something that happens, and you need to know that it happens. And and sometimes closing the ad is an act of Congress, so that's something to keep in mind, too. Sometimes in order to close the ad, you, in fact, have to open the ad. Right. To get rid of it. So it'll open in Safari and, you know, Then you have to test switch, yeah. Yeah, switch back to the app. And that will get rid of it. We want to show you probably three of the stations and let you know what they're like. The main station, and you'll see this when we go in there in a second, is not shown as a link or a button. You'll see the other stations as buttons in the app. But the main station, you just have to keep going in order to play it. So we'll show you how that works. We actually found a song we really wanted to hear the end of. And, of course, we were working and we didn't manage to hear the end of the song because someone called and one thing and another happened. And, but it was like a 12 days of Halloween type thing. It was really cute. Yeah, it All was funny. sound effects. And, yeah, it was really funny. So there are some really fun things here if this is your gig, if this is something that kind of makes you smile. I think we got up to like 10 or something. I think we did. And then I was like, where are the witches? Where are the witches? And we'd never heard the witches. So, oh, well. Maybe oh, we'll, we'll hear it again before Halloween. So you're going to show this on 6.54 a.m. An iPad? Yes, which is a little different than an iPhone because you've got eight tabs on the bottom instead of five. Whatever the normal tabs are, I think it's five. You've got eight on an iPad just because of the bigger screen. Yeah, there's a more tab on the phone, and we assume that's where all the stuff is that's in these other individual tabs on the iPad. Right, because there's a settings and stuff. Contact, yeah, there's some different ones. Suggestions, App Store, Audible, App, HalloweenRadio.net. Double tap to HalloweenRadio.net. And I'm going to flick to the left. HalloweenRadio.net. Heading. And I'm so going to flick to the right. I'm not scared. Like button. Button. 
Dislike button, button. Eight wonder. Oldies, button. Atmosphere, button. So these are your radio stations. Oldies, atmosphere. Kids, button. Kids. Movies and soundtracks, button. And movies and soundtracks. Days until Halloween, button. That's kind of cool. That'll tell you how many days until Halloween. Yep, if you double tap it. Golden Years Radio, button. I don't know why these are here, but these are different radio stations that have nothing to do with Halloween. <laughs> 100 Hit Radio, button. 100 Chill, button. Our Kids Halloween Channel is back. This haunted radio channel for young Draculas and ghouls will bring a lot of fun on their Halloween parties. Keep supporting our channels by making a donation HTTPS slash slash HalloweenRadio.net slash support. PHP hashtag support and telling all listen to Perry Danos. Don't talk till then. Put your head on my shoulder. Hashtag Halloween radio. Hashtag Halloween. Hashtag Halloween. What would you do if you bumped into him in the dark woman vampire? Hashtag Halloween. 0026 play icon button. So this is a play button and those were like social media posts I guess because there's a lot of hashtags next to them too. Yeah there's so, quite a few so I skipped them. Yeah Chris skipped the hashtags. But this play button is for the main Halloween channel. So remember you don't actually see a page for this. This is on the main page. So this is how you play it. I'm just going to go down again. and Eight wonder. I'm not scared. Selected. So this is home. the song tab. that was played. One of eight. What we just heard. Right. And now here are your tabs. Home. Playlist. Tab. Two of eight. Playlist. Activity. Tab. Three of eight. Videos. Tab. Four of eight. Favorites. Tab. Five of eight. Contact us. Tab. Six of eight. Timer. Tab. Seven of eight. Settings, tab, 8 of 8. So that's what you have. Let's go back up to this play button. What would you do if you bump into him in 0026 play icon button? 0026 play icon. Can open, let, no thanks. And this one, thank God, has a no thanks. Halloween radio. Why no lie was today? So I've paused it, and now I'm back to the top of the app, and we're going to take a look at Atmosphere. Movie days and golden years, 100 hit radio, button. Gold days, movies and soundtrack, kids, button, atmosphere, button. Double tap this. Like button, button. Does Trump deserve a second term? Open, link. <laughs> Conservative buzz, no thanks. Halloweenradio.net, back button. And we're back with Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. So Line 7, what's your question? Such a long season. Take How do the players down to audio ad? Their Sleep Number 360 smart beds. You can choose your ad, comfort on bad. either side. <laughs> your Sleep Number setting. Next caller. Okay, but can it help keep me asleep? Yes, it senses your movement and automatically adjusts to keep you both comfortable for proven quality sleep. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C4 smart bed is now only $13.99, plus special financing available only for a limited time. To find your competitive edge, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Somebody's trying to get out of their coffin. I was going to say, is that what that's supposed to be? What does it say? Does it say on the screen what that's supposed to be? Atmosphere. 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 At
解的，所以讲是。Atmosphere. No, it just says atmosphere. That's interesting because sometimes it. Sometimes it tells you. Link. And sometimes not so much. So with some of them you can kind of tell, and sometimes you can't. Like usually with the atmosphere, it will tell you what it's supposed to be. But in that case, maybe it was transitioning from one to the next. I'm not real sure. And the final channel that we're going to check out is the channel for the little ghosts and goblins in your life. <laughs> and it's fun. There's some really fun stuff on there. So I'm in the atmosphere channel, and I need to back out of it in order to get to the main channel. Halloweenradio.net back button. Halloween. Halloweenradio.net. Heading. So the main channel is kind of your starting spot for everything else, and then you go into the other four channels. Sansa's monster dash. Oh gosh. That's what's like playing button, on the main button. channel. It looks like. Dislike button. Dwight Fry and the crew of creeps. That's probably next. Oldies. Atmosphere. No, no, that's the button. artist. Oldies. Dwight Fry and the crew of creeps. Oh, duh. Of course. <laughs> Oldies. Atmosphere. Button. Kids. Button. There's like the kids button. Channel. Button. Link. Here's the App switcher. Suggestions. Halloweenradio.net. Kids. Halloweenradio.net. Get on the path from barely making it to making a profound difference in your life with a business degree from Bryant and Stratton. Up and scream in the dead of night. This is Halloween. Everybody make a scene. Drink or treat till the neighbors go to diet price. It's our town. Everybody scream. This town of Halloween. I am the one hiding under your bed. Teeth ground sharp and eyes glowing red. I am the one hiding under your stairs. Like snakes and spiders in my hair. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 In this town we call home. Everyone hail to the pumpkin song. In this town, don't we love it now? Everybody's waiting for the next surprise. Down that corner, man, hiding in the trash can. Something's waiting at the house. And that is the song that was playing on the kids' channel. One thing that's neat about this app, and something you may want to play with in terms of some of the accessibility of the app, or making it more or less likable to you, is within settings, because it offers a couple things that you may or may not like. Let's see what it says. Settings tab eight of eight. So now I'm gonna double tap settings. And remember, if you're on the phone, it's under more. Right. Settings. Start playing when application starts. Start playing when application starts. Switch button off. Du so on. You may or may not want that on. So the, that will be the main channel, I think, that will start playing when you open the app. Off. Keep app open while charging. Keep app open while charging. Switch button on. Double tap to toggle setting. Keep app screen and foreground while charging. Allow data connection. Allow data connection. Switch button on. I wonder why you、Double、can't turn that other、setting. one on or off. I don't know. Automatically reconnect to network. Report a problem button. Maybe it just does it. Well, or maybe it's connected to that first one about the Probably. charge. Probably. Right. Maybe they're all connected to that first one. Version www.nobexpartners.com. All rights reserved to Nobex Technologies. 2016. 4.0026 play icon button. And we can start play playing、button. again. I think that's probably for the main channel. It probably is, but we did、out. go into settings from the 
kids from channel. the kids channel or if that would even show on your phone i don't know if that play button will even show on your phone there so it might be for kids but this is just a really really quick tour of the app and we wanted to show this to you because it was kind of fun for halloween it is and particularly the atmospheres channel has a lot of like sound effects and things like that so it may be fun for halloween night or whenever you're giving out your goodies for your kitties because you know it's... like the guy trying to get out of his coffin yeah so you've got some fun things. Or, of course, you could just make it fun and play music. And all the channels are a little different. They all kind of have their own thing going, which is cool. And, of course, if you want to hear, like, the old Monster Mash stuff and stuff like that, you can play the oldies channel. And, you know, there's mm -hmm. lots of stuff to listen to and enjoy. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. And we're going to have possibly another creepy show or some sound effects or something before the halloween date arrives yes because this is their first of two podcasts in october so we like halloween so we want to make the most of it <laughs> yes exactly so sure. thank you everybody and happy halloween yeah. yes yes and we will have more goodies in our cauldron for you next time we podcast thank you everybody bye bye The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. If you are blind or visually impaired and desire to discover how our comprehensive products and services may support and empower your assistive technology journey, we welcome your visit at www.mysticaccess.com. Have a question or wish to place an order via phone? Call us at 716-543-3323. If you have something to share about this podcast episode, press 4 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at info at mysticaccess.com. Connect with us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mysticaccessempower. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Your friends and colleagues may listen and subscribe at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy our episodes, consider leaving us an iTunes rating and review. Your comments are greatly appreciated. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this episode.